Welcome to the Honor Your Aura podcast, a podcast devoted to learning about, caring for, and empowering the energy within, with your host, Kema England. Welcome back, everyone. Today we're going to explore the energy of our subconscious mind. Now I know in episode 29, John took us so beautifully into that exploration of our mind, of brain waves, sound waves, entrainment, really so much valuable information. And so here I'd like to bring that understanding really on to a personal level um, for how we can work with that knowledge and apply it and explore it in our life. So why would we even explore our subconscious? And where I'd like to begin is just by pointing out the direct association that our subconscious mind, which holds our beliefs, our programs that the subconscious holds, in essence, a multitude of energies, right? Every thought that is stored in our subconscious holds an energetic vibration. Now, when we're on this path of honoring our energy, we become aware of the energy within us, the energy that's being reflected into our life, into our experiences, our relationships, how we're behaving, how we're perceiving. We're becoming very aware of everything being this energetic exchange. And what's just so fascinating is that these thoughts, these beliefs that are programmed or stored in our subconscious, they comprise of 90 to 95% of our thoughts and fuel almost every choice we make every day. So tying it all together, if they're fueling almost every choice we're making and our choices are what are either giving us energy, neutralizing our energy or giving it away, then this is such a valuable aspect of your and our beingness to really get to know, explore, and ultimately transform the stored beliefs, programs, thoughts that are taking your energy away or creating a disharmony or a even chaotic or uncomfortable energy in your mind, in your emotions, in your physical reality and your everyday experiences. So our subconscious is basically automated like a computer program or a tape player. It's recording our experiences right from the time we were born until now and plays it back. Now, the subconscious, I did mention that it's comprising of 90 to 95% of our thoughts, but it's also 100 times more powerful than the conscious mind. And honestly, 
our subconscious is the source of most problems, issues, and discomforts that we face. So here's the even bigger trip. Your subconscious creates the relationships and the experiences to make that which has been programmed, that narrative, real for you because that's what you were told to believe. And it does this as an attempt to keep you safe, and basically just because that's its job until it's been told otherwise. So we can often take on the beliefs, opinions, even identities based on societal standards, what others have told us through our life experiences, through our observance of our parents or people that were really close to us in our early developmental stages and even further still. Um, most you know, say that our core beliefs and this programming occurs primarily from ages zero to seven and then we're kind of just running or working off of that program, right? That's what's been recorded so to speak, on our inner computer. And it's just playing it back then as the years go on and we're continuously finding experiences in our life to confirm those beliefs as being true or real. Now, these experiences store in our young mind because we don't know any better and we're looking up to our role models for a way to be and how to act and how to navigate you know ourselves in the world right we were too young to decide for ourselves and then as years go on we adapt the beliefs of others as an attempt to fit in Right? And we might also have this stored program based on an experience, a traumatic experience on any level that we, our subconscious deemed important to hold on to for our safety. So needless to say, these stored subconscious beliefs are really running the show and are then projected upon your reality on a moment-to-moment -moment basis. So for an example, if you were raised to believe making money is hard, then your subconscious will always find ways to perceive life through that lens and find a physical confirmation to that story, right? So it was already programmed to make choices or to see life in a certain way that validate that narrative. So when they no longer match our truth, right, we start to notice these projections, right, these cycles, and they're made clear to us in a variety of ways, especially if we're on a path that, or just a person that is becoming more aware of these more subtle aspects of our human beingness. A great way to know where your subconscious is kind of fueling and showing up in a way that is in need of your attention or calling for your attention are your triggers, right? The things that trigger you by the world, by humanity, by other people, by things that you see, 
by things that you hear. Those are usually a direct route to, wow, this is triggering something inside of me because I don't feel safe based on something stored in my subconscious from who knows how long ago. This can you know, also show up in the observation of repeated uh, cycles, patterns, um, habits that are no longer serving you, areas of discomforts, even irrational emotional responses, consistent relationship issues, your thoughts, your judgments, even the way that we create and handle stress and stressful situations. Basically, every aspect of our life that we could have potentially been taught about or showed examples of when we were young, if it's stuck in our subconscious as, you know, as that story, and then even more so as something uh, that is stored in order to protect us or validate our experience, then it's going to just keep showing up in the physical reality. So I invite you to observe for yourself what's showing up in your life that doesn't fit anymore. What are your triggers? Have you been hitting certain blocks or observing outdated habits or viewpoints, right? Things that are no longer making you feel comfortable, but then yet there's still this attachment. Now, subconscious programs can show up in any issue um, with something that you're experiencing physically, mentally, emotionally, and or spiritually. Usually there's threads of that same core belief throughout all. Now, chances are a journey into your subconscious, which we'll do in the next episode, will help to bring the root cause to light or to life which in turn gives you the opportunity to infuse it with a new energy, to rewrite the story, to create new meaning, right? And it just allows for some wiggle room around the experience or around the belief that you're holding on to so that it can breathe right? Just maybe over time then, the more wiggle room when you show up for yourself in this way can actually create these really profound shifts. So sometimes we do a subconscious reprogramming exercise or meditation and we experience the benefits right away because we see how us holding on to that energy was really projecting out into our life. Now, if it's something that's really deeply embedded and something that has been, you know, repeated over and over and over again, you might just need to work with it more so over time to really get to feel and experience the shift. And there's, you know, really there's no rush. We have all the time in the world. And then we can just look at our triggers as an opportunity to do some deeper work uh, and get to know ourselves a little bit better or a lot of it better. I invite you to look at the area or areas of your life that you're currently struggling and look at what you were taught about that thing from a young age or what you experienced around that thing or that topic, right? So maybe it was relationships. Perhaps you experienced a lot of fighting between your parents, which gave you the belief that, you know, 
marriage is volatile or let's just say your parents weren't getting along and they were speaking poorly about each other and you held on to you know maybe the opposite sex or the same sex you know painting them in a certain in a certain light maybe they are bad maybe they are no good maybe they are not to be trusted and those statements right those experiences are so meaningful to our impressionable mind that we hold on to them as truth so looking at these areas of your life that are showing up for you and start to do some navigation and again we'll do that in the following guided meditation episode as well this can also happen when people say things to you about you so perhaps in school some kid on the playground called you stupid and then someone else said later on you'll never amount to anything and so there it is again confirmed this same energy that you're holding on to as a truth about yourself which then affects that which you are doing and attracting in your life today even the experience the meaning that we give an experience so let's just say you were broken up with maybe when you were you know young like 14 15 even later and your interpretation of being broken up with was that you were worthless you were undeserving that x y and z you know we create such a list of giving that experience meaning however as time goes on, we might still have that stored belief and it might just take some, some awareness and some communication with that version of yourself that held on to that meaning that you gave it to say, wow, I can actually see now from this perspective that this was totally for my higher good. This taught me so many things about myself and wow, I wouldn't be where I am today if I was still you know, in that relationship. So we do this in, again, a variety of different ways ways in our life it's also valuable to just look at how you talk about yourself in all areas of your life and how you talk about those aspects of your life that you are perhaps struggling with so if it's money how do you talk about money how do you talk about your own ability to manage money make money how do you talk about relationships how do you talk about the same sex or the opposite sex? How do you talk about yourself and your ability to be in a relationship? It can be really funny when we're, you know, wanting to call in partnership, yet we're always saying, you know, men suck, women suck, or I'm no good at relationships. So we start to notice how we're speaking and continuously confirming these beliefs held in our subconscious looking at you know how do you talk about your job how do you talk about your home your abilities your finances your friendships what are the things that you hate how do you talk about your physical body right judging your body or maybe you call your body strong maybe it's weak maybe it's beautiful maybe this is ugly how do you talk about your emotional body I'm always so anxious. I always keep it all in. I'm crazy, right? But we have, we say nice things about ourselves as well. But of course, for this exercise, we notice 
the the dialogue that is reaffirming this outdated belief even our mental body right i am scattered i'm always in my head i'm always in the clouds i'm right-brained i'm left-brained i'm smart i'm stupid etc even our spirit right sometimes we're confirming that only intellect and logic is valid and can be trusted or we say things like i'm not intuitive or there's no such thing as angels or the higher self but then yet we're there's a part of us that part of us that is based in our inherent truth and worth that perhaps wants to start a meditation practice yet you still have all of these stories or things that were taught to you or things that you picked up along the way to feel safe that are negating your conscious intention so you can take it even further not just what you're saying here in this moment but then go back and observe you know these little red flags that you pick up you know how did your parents speak about what i previously mentioned how did they speak about their relationships their friends their physical body their emotional body their mental body about spirit how did they label you how did they speak of you what about your friends what about your coworkers what have you picked up from society and then notice even still today where do you get your information from is it from your friends is it from watching the news social media is it from your family continuously confirming something about yourself now when we bring our awareness to this thing right we've obviously all heard about you know positive affirmation or turning that negative into a positive but often just by bringing in positive thinking and positive intention doesn't bring th- this change into reality right it's because these are aspects of our conscious mind and so when our subconscious mind is holding us back from pursuing or creating something that we love or something that is in our truth it is because we are holding a conflicting belief about it so the subconscious has to have the same program and agreement as the conscious in order for that change or shift in belief to occur now luckily this is all part of our learning and growing process here in this human experience and while these beliefs were valid at one time but now we truly have the power to change them at any time and in every moment we have the ability to rewrite our story and begin confirming new beliefs about ourselves plus rewriting these old stories and changing our mind about ourselves frees up energy and expands what we're capable of and so we start to feel the benefit even too energetically in ways that we could have never fathomed within this tight container of the subconscious mind control So how do we reprogram our subconscious? Now in episode 29, John brought forth these really beautiful tools that are accessible to us to help to reprogram, right? The act of entrainment and guided meditation. So I'd like to offer some of these ways to you here. Um now when we are reprogramming 
in essence, we're rewriting the story. So a great method can be to go back in time and offer that younger version of yourself what they need to hear, what they need to see, right? Offering a new perspective based on where you are now and then allowing yourself to really feel the difference. Exploring methods of, again, entrainment, theta or hypnosis before bed. The conscious mind is then able to dissolve and the subconscious it can then rewire to the new program, like a auto-hypnosis. Repetition, repeating what you believe to your subconscious. And then all kinds of mental self-care. Again, I mentioned meditation, but meditation, journaling, positive self-talk, mirror work, talking to a therapist, energy work, speaking your truth, speaking up, you know, letting your needs be heard, asking yourself what you need to hear, so on and so forth. And, you know, really being there for yourself no matter what arises. Often when we're triggered, it can really spiral into something, you know, so much bigger, right? Self-judgment, criticism. I mean, really the list goes on. We've all been there. So being there for yourself, no matter what arises, whether it's in your physical body, in your mental body, emotional body, or spiritual reality. And then questioning your thoughts. When a thought comes in that has that energy of taking your energy away, or an energy of stress, you can ask, is this real or not? Is there actual evidence for what I am thinking? And then offering yourself the opportunity to shift your perspective. Give that thing a different meaning. See it in a new way. Offer yourself the opportunity to speak about it in a new way. And then observe how that new perspective makes you feel. So in the doing of this inner work, you are truly building new energetic muscles and pathways. And supporting yourself is so important. I know I touched upon that, but... Really support yourself. Tell yourself, great job, and acknowledge your progress over time. Surround yourself with positive reinforcement. And don't allow for other people's fears to cast shadows of doubt, right? Be in observance of that as well. What you believe to be true doesn't need to be what anyone else believes to be true. And then in, you know, your free time and space, fill it with motivation and inspiration. That can be your true companion as you navigate this realm of reprogramming your subconscious. Now, as you explore yourself in this way, you might naturally come across resistance. These are things that you've hold, held on to for quite some time, right? You believed, your subconscious mind believed that it was keeping you safe. And you might wonder, well, if I know that it's not serving me, why would I hold on to it? And it can be, again, the fear of the unknown, the control, the discomfort of change. We could even have the belief that, you know, quitting is hard, change is hard. And these aspects have also become part of our identity. So we can be afraid of losing our identity, who we are. But ultimately, your true identity is decided by you and not someone or something 
external. Ah, isn't that just empowering to hear? So I invite you in the next episode to go on this journey with me into your subconscious and you can bring up whatever sparked your interest in this episode. Take some time to journal even and map it out. Where are you losing your energy, giving it away? Where are these you know, discomforts arising for you? Where are these blocks or perceived limitations not you know, are they arising for you or not flowing for you not attracting into your life the way that you know you ultimately deserve? So come up with one and then meet me in episode 31 for a guided meditation and journey to reprogram your subconscious. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Honor Your Aura podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did, please leave a review and share with your friends because I want you to be the start of the ripple that allows others to honor and empower the energy that lies within.